Hello, friends, and welcome to the Chronically Well podcast. This is Callie Hunter, your host. So today is kind of a different episode. (laughs) I have with me my kids. Because if you have been paying attention on social media, I've taken a break. Been about a month long break because lots of reasons. One of them was that I kind of felt that I was putting more into my social media presence than I was putting into my kids and caught myself posting pictures of my kids and writing things about my kids but then they were like in the other room and I wasn't even (laughs) with them. So, and there's a lot of other reasons and I'm probably going to write a blog episode about it and tell you all the reasons I'm coming back and how to social media. But I wanted to talk to my kids today because it almost felt like too, when I took a break from social media, it was sort of like this period pause at the end of what had been some really long, drawn-out, run-on sentences of life. And my kids have been a part of that. So I wanted to talk to them today about a couple of topics. And they don't even know yet. They're just sitting here looking at me like, what are you you drawing us into, Mom? (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? We're going to talk in whatever you guys are comfortable with, okay? But we're going to talk first of all about when mom got sick, okay, and how that affected you. And Hayes, you probably will remember more of it than the girls. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the divorce, whatever you're comfortable sharing. You don't need to share anything more. I don't have any questions ready. We're just going to kind of like talk as a family with what you're comfortable with. Okay, so Hayes. Yep. Lula, Hattie's, Hattie's in the other room. Doing screens. <laughs> Doing like screens. Like As kids of someone who got, so do you guys know what I have is called a chronic illness? No, I, I did not know, know that. that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. I, I, I no, no I'm barely confused right now. A chronic illness is something, well, what do you think it is? What do you, what do you, th- what happened? I don't even know what those words mean. <laughs> I think I know what chronic illness means. I don't it know. It means it's chronically an illness. What does that mean? It's a, it's a, it's maybe an illness that lasts a long time because chronic basically means time. Yeah. So a okay. long in illness that you have for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Except you guys know that I feel a lot better these days, right? Yeah, yeah well, you know that you feel better. Do you remember when I got sick? Well, I don't remember the exact time you got sick, but I do remember what you had to do. You had to you couldn't eat certain foods. You couldn't like run without having your bladder hurt. It was just kind of a time where you were. How do I say this? You kind of were, I don't know how to say this, but you kind Just of had a dis- disability almost mm-hmm. to a lot of other things. I remember, was it that you can or you have or you have to eat or you eat them a lot? I remember something about <laughs> blueberries. I could eat blueberries. Okay, I think it was this, <laughs> that you ate blueberries a lot. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's something I remember. Okay. And... I also remember I also kind of, when I was littler, I was a lot more, you know, wanting to run around and all that, but I remember trying to play a game of tag with you, and you said you couldn't because it would make your bladder hurt, so 
and dad was at work, so I couldn't, like, you know, play mm-hmm. it with him. And, and, you know, my sisters don't want to play, so I'm just, like... How did that make Single you? tear. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. You know that, like, everything in me wishes that I could have. I know. And, so, that, yeah. and that's kind of why I try to take you guys on hikes now and do all of the things actively together because my body can. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Do you remember? I don't know. I'm trying to think because my (laughs) brain is not functioning this early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so you felt like maybe there were things that you wanted mom to do with you that I couldn't do? Yeah. Um, Yeah, Were you worried at all? I was worried. Oh, yeah. We were always worried. I was worried worried. sick. I was always really worried about you because you always had, like, an illness. I'm sorry. Uh, At least that's over with now. (laughs) (laughs) I was four years old when that happened, and I had no idea what was going on. Good. I was, like, six then. Hazu, so you've kind of been through a lot of this stuff. So with our family... So I got sick when Hattie was a baby. Mm-hmm. I, think I remember like, that so well. I feel like it was for two years. Was it for two mm-hmm. years? I don't know. How else did it make you feel? I'm just trying to say, so if there's anybody listening that has kids or their kids are listening with them, what do you think you would tell either them or their kids to be able to get through a time like that better? Well, if I would say anything, I would try not to force your mom or dad or whoever's gotten the sickness or illness to just leave them alone when they're like in like when they're hurt unless they want you to come over and like hug them. Otherwise, don't ask more of them of what they can do. But what about like, like how you felt? I felt. Do you wish you had had somebody to talk to more? Because I think mom. Back then, I was... Could you tell that I was sad? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely tell that. How could you tell? Well, I you mean, you won't... Please. Okay. But, um, so, I felt kind of... Well, it, I kind of felt like... Like, this... It kind of felt normal after, like, a long time of, you know, having it happen over and over again. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's at the beginning, it was kind of just like, I didn't really, I was c- confused. I didn't really know what to do, you know? Mm-hmm. How could I have helped you better? Well, I mean, I barely even really knew anything about, like, I, at, at some point, I didn't even, like, near the beginning, I didn't even know you had the chronic illness, but I could tell something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I honestly... What was the question again? <laughs> what could I have done to help you? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you could have... I mean, I feel like... Like, no offense, but you could have, like, told me about, like, what happened mm. or, like, what I what I could do or what you can and can't do. So, maybe- so I kind of felt bad after I asked you something and then you said I, you couldn't do it. Almost like... Uh, you know, like I couldn't. I was asking too much of you, or something like that. Uh-oh. But, buddy, yeah. So maybe if I had explained to you what I had, and how it affected me and my body, and how it would change things a little bit for us, and brought you in on that, that would have helped. Yeah, probably. Okay. For some reason, I feel like I'm gonna cry. 
but I felt like this is the that, by the way. like it was gonna be like that forever, and you would just keep going. Like I wouldn't see you one second, then I would see you the next. I wouldn't see you one second, I wouldn't see you the next. But that would, I definitely felt like it was so? gonna go on for like I don't know, long. but like I feel like you kept going to the doctor. For some reason, and I never knew what was going on, and I was just scared. Mm, buddy, that makes. Sense. I was scared after death, and I n- knew nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't tell you more about what was going on. What would have helped you? I don't know. I just needed more time with you. Mm. <laughs> How do you laughing in the background? <laughs> We're like emotional scene. <laughs> In the I background. Think that's something that happens with chronic illness is parents have to go to doctor's appointments and they have to spend some time away from their kids that they weren't doing before. And this is sort of uh, the same of what Hayes was saying. Like, like when I asked you stuff like, could you go somewhere with me later when I was younger? And, um, you said you had, like, a doctor appointment or something, and I felt like, like what Hayes said, I was asking too much of you. Mm-hmm. And then I never knew when to ask you the question because I never knew what was going to happen and if I was, and if and I just felt like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, boo-boo. It's okay. Oh, it's, a hard, it's a hard time, I think. Mama got a little... Because I was in so much pain and I was so sad that I think, and and it happens, but I think that I got a little selfish and I probably didn't tell you guys things that you should have known. I'm sorry. It's okay, Mom. That's in the past now. So maybe that's a message, though, that we could give to any parents that are going through a chronic illness and to the kids is to maybe have a little bit more communication about what's going on. So... The parent can explain what's wrong in ways that their kids can understand and how that impacts what is going to happen with them. So I can't play tag as much anymore or you'll have to let mom do things like this. But what are some fun things that we like? What are some things that you remember that were good from when mom was sick? Well, there was always a time you were able to cuddle us. You always loved just, you know, being with us sometimes. And that was, like, some of the best parts of your chronic illness. Not saying that chronic illness at all is good, but it was probably some of the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like, some, like, the, one of the best parts, not, like, a good thing about it, but that you always gave up the best cuddles when whenever you needed them and then I needed them too and I love you (laughs) so emotional (laughs) so emotional so emotional okay we have a dual topic today I don't know what that means two dual two two so the next topic so okay you guys we've been talking about this a lot You've been through, so your mom had a chronic illness. <laughs> then okay. mom and dad separated. And then there was the divorce, and now there's COVID. Yay! All the things. And We're not going to talk about COVID as much one, today. We can talk about that another time. One more thing about, um, and I had to move schools. And you had to move schools. That's true. That was really hard. Yeah. That was a lot. You did a lot. Right. So 
not only are you children of chronic illness, <laughs> but you are children of divorce. Dun, divorce. Dun, dun, dun. That might irritate your ears. I'm sorry. Okay. Ooh, what's a good question? What has been the hardest thing about going through the divorce? The hardest thing is probably just, well, we're at your house, right? And then we're like, we miss dad. And then we, and then we're at dad's house, we miss mom. And it's kind of just like, we are always missing and not seeing our other parent, which at the beginning seems kind of, well, you know, doesn't feel good and normal. Mm-hmm. But after, like, what, what is it, like, two years, three years now that we've been, like, two? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's been two years you guys been in divorce, and it kind of feels normal now. We know when we're going to go with dad. We're not going to be with mom. Mm-hmm. And we also know when school's going to be over, and I can't wait for that. Um, <laughs> so does it help maybe once your parents get on, like, a schedule, like, some structure? This is- yeah. My opinion is like kind of like Hayes's. Like when we're at your house, when we're at your house, we miss Dad. But when you're at uh, when we're at Dad's house, we miss you. And it's like we want that parent to be with them. And you can't. And it used to be like you could always go there. Even though I was at work, and like talk to them or give them a hug if you somehow just wanted to talk to them or something but now it's like you have to be on electronic or have to wait time to walk to talk or to see them and it's hard because you just want you just want to see them in reality mm-hmm. but you can't you can talk like you have to wait like a long <clears throat> time how does it what kind of feelings do you have about it? How does it make you feel? Sad. Like, sometimes, very rare, but alone. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like. What's that feeling of alone? What does alone feel like? Sad and maybe, like, you can't, you feel like you can't talk to anybody about it because you just, I don't know. I get what you feel, Lula. I get that, but this is from me, and kind of the same thing as Lula. How do I put this? It's kind of like you. as soon as you get to the house, you know, you are happy, and like about an hour or two later, you start missing the other parent. And I already kind of said that, so it's kind of like, Sad, happy, a mixture of both. Have you come up with ways to make yourself feel better when you start to feel that way? Are there things that you could tell other kids to help them adjust to that? Well, there was one thing that helps me cope, like oh, good word. Yeah. what I, you know, my sadness and all. You know, like not all kids might have this or not, but... I have a special stuffed animal that my dad gave my mom and then my mom gave to me after I was born. So it's kind of like a coping mechanism for both of them because they kind of both gave it to me in a way. And so usually when I'm sad, I cuddle that animal. Can so, you tell everyone your animal's 
Okay, it's gonna sound really weird. I'm just <laughs> like, it's a cat, and his name is Kitty. <laughs> it's very appropriate. Yeah, it is. But Bula, do you want? Let's hear your way of getting over that stuff. Sometimes I just like I need friends or somebody else that's in my. Not, it's not in my family, like or somebody. I don't know. I just like to sit there. And think of all, like, what I'm feeling and how how I could make myself feel better. Like, what you would tell me to do when I'm at Dad's house. What you would tell me to do. Mm-hmm. Like, focus on the happy stuff. I try that. I do, but then, like, an hour later, I start missing you again. And I don't know how to help because the last time it only lasted an amount of time Mm -hmm. and what I usually do is I just think of how much time left until I get to be with you and then focus on what I'm gonna do next and that's a good strategy so you think about what you're gonna how long until you get to see me again and then you think about what you're gonna do next like right then and there yeah yeah, and like what I'm going to do next to think of a better thing that I could do to make time go, mm-hmm. but also have fun. I like that. With the other parent. Yeah, because we've talked about that before too, where I understand that it's hard and you miss mama, and when you're with me, you miss dad. But if we're always thinking about the person that we miss, then it makes no fun about of what you're happening right then. Right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Then later you think, what could have done to make that moment not just gloomy inside? Mm, good words. <laughs> you know what, guys? Like That's kind of true for even if you're not going through a divorce, even if you're not kids. One thing that I try to tell people a lot and one thing that I'm trying to work on myself is not to sit in the moment and think about all the sad things that have happened before or worry about all the things that could happen or wish that I could have things a certain way. Instead, just think, what is great in this moment? What is something that I really love and I'm happy to be alive about and in this moment? So I'm glad that you're doing that with, you know, the divorce and when you're missing me or you're missing dad. Um, Okay, so... What are some things, some advice, here we go, this I'll just open it up. What's some advice that you would give to kids going through a divorce? One thing is always love your parents no matter what they do. And another one is eventually you'll make it through and you'll and feel more normal. And that is kind of what's happening right now I mean yeah it is what's happening but we feel a lot better now because we've been doing this for a long time but at the beginning as soon as you like hear you're getting divorced or something you're like not it's not good you don't get used to it it's just crazy that was um do you guys remember that night I remember it so it's kind of funny that we had Chick-fil-a on that night we did have Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, we, we had, had Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. 
Chick-fil-A is like the, Chick-fil-A is like the, is like the is the food of divorce now. The food of divorce. Oh yes. <laughs> that was a hard name. Warning. Don't have Chick-fil-A. Warning. Don't have Chick-fil-A. And their parents are gonna buy them Chick-fil-A and they're gonna think that they're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I ruined your life. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people, for kids going through a divorce? Um, well, sometimes there's one thing that helps you, like if you know how to write or read or something. Sometimes there's two things. Okay. First, maybe like writing in a notebook. This is what me and my mom do. We have this notebook in a bag if we get sad get it out of clothes bag, open it up, and write something you want to tell them. And then when it gets to the other house, she looks at it, and she she writes back to me, and then it keeps going through on. And another thing is, you could just... I like getting into a book. Mm. And then it just helps you think about that. Yeah, it gets your but thoughts on other things. It gets your thoughts on other things, yeah. so you... Don't have to just focus on all the sadness. It's really good advice. Good job, you guys. Okay, so last few years, five years. Five years or four? I think it was four. Been, it was you been, guys, you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. What are some lessons that you've learned? To never give up. And no matter what's happening, just love your parents and never let anything pull you apart. And just whatever's happening, eventually you'll get used to it. And you can rely on family members and very good friends. Always. To help you out. I love you. I love you very much. Thank you for sharing that with everyone today. Okay? Okay. And... For anyone listening to this, if you are going through chronic illness or divorce or if you have kids, would you guys want to talk to any other kids that had questions for you? Answer their questions? Sure. Okay. So if anybody has questions, you know where to find me. You're listening to this right now, either from social media or from iTunes. Find me at riverandquill.com. Send me a message. Or find me at River and Quill on Instagram. Send me a message. And if you have a question for Hayes and Tallulah, they're pretty pretty good at answering them. So send them our way. And the idea today was just to kind of bring you behind the scenes into our life the last few years because taking a break from social media has made me realize that sometimes we're not completely honest about what's happening in our real life. And I wanted you guys to all know from the point of view of my real life, which is my kids, what it's been like for us. That's us. That's us. That's you. That's me. It's me. Ooh. Never give up. I like it. Keep loving the people around you. (laughs) And continue to live your life. Ready, guys? Can you say it with me chronically well at the same time? Continue to live your life chronically well. Bye.